0: From Epic Deer Studios, this is The Ice Queens.
1: All right, figure skating fans, welcome back to The Ice Queens. It is officially Olympic fever over here. 2014 Olympics started just yesterday, although the team, quote unquote, figure skating, quote unquote, event, quote unquote, happened (laughs) um, even before the uh, opening ceremonies. So we'll talk about that a little bit later. But we'd like to rewind a little bit. Um, Oh, by the way, hi, Tori. How are you out there? Oh, I'm doing good. I'm super excited. You know, we wait all season for the Olympics. All season? (laughs) Yeah. Not four years. We just wait for a few months. Well, we kind of do wait all four years. Yes. This is the highlight of the cycle for your cycle, I guess. Yes. So let's start today's broadcast with recapping two events that happened after the U.S. Nationals since we last came to you, our loyal fans, and that would be the European National Championships and the Four Continents. So Europeans was held, I don't know where, somewhere. I, um, was it, um... it was in Budapest, Hungary. Oh, yeah, you're right. that's Yes, where it was um, in January. And um, there was actually some surprises here. One of the surprises was Javier Fernandez won for the men's competition.
0: I know, that was good. And I actually did watch the part of the men's and I saw him skate. And I have to say that, um, you know, he has not skated that well this season on the Grand Prix circuit. But this was his best skate. And I thought it was very promising that maybe he's going to have a good olympics here he's gotten a little better each competition and we hope that he's going to be in full force at the olympics to um help us with our plan to so we don't get sick
1: and we saw our boyfriend javier he carried the flag for spain and opening ceremony isn't that sweet and he was cute and yeah, it's like, yeah come on we need, we need more of that exactly and we need less of things like Michal, Thomas Werner, and Brian Joubert. How are you still in the? Con- <laughs> how are you still skating? When are you like forty-five now? Uh, seriously, how is Brian still skating? I do not know. What? Well, and and I, what's amazing I, about it is he finished. He finished eighth in the competition above Florent Amodio, who finished thirteenth. That's pretty sad. Right. Florent really has gone downhill.
0: I went back and I I was listening to our podcast for the preview of the two thousand and ten Olympics, and actually, the podcast that we did for the 2010 and Florent was one of the people that we said was going to be an up and comer and going to be um, the one to watch in
1: 2014. Yeah, that didn't materialize. Unfortunately, he finished 20th in the free skate in the <laughs> Europeans. That is really bad because
0: Europe is not strong.
1: Yeah. And Brian Joubert finishes uh, s- six points above you or six places above you. That's not good. All right. So um, then in the ladies competition, of course, I am happy with this result. Me too. Yulia Lipnitskaya won the competition. I think she deserved it. Um, Carolina Costner got third. Fine. Whatever. Please be done.
0: I will say that I'm glad that Carolina has switched her program from Scheherazade because we've had enough of that. And um, went back to her Bolero program, which I do like better. And I'm very happy that Julia did win the Europeans. She is certainly coming on (laughs) this season. She's gotten stronger every competition. And we'll be talking about her when we talk about the ladies. So we'll have more to say about that.
1: Yeah, so and then the pairs competition, um, Sovchenko and so- Sokolvi had to withdraw. Hopefully, they'll be back in the Olympics, though. Um, but so w- the competition was actually won by Volosov and Trankov, which not a surprise. Which they probably would have won even if S&S were there. Yeah. And then in dance, you know, the U.S. is dominating with Davidson White, but Capellini and Linodei won-, won this from Italy. So um, they will probably be um, ones to watch at the Olympics, but not quite as good as some of the other stronger pairs. That's right. Or dance teams, I should say. Yeah. Let's not get it mixed up. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Completely then also, um, there was the Four Continents, which is basically the land of the misfit toys and the rejects from all the national <laughs> competitions. So this is where, of course, they exiled Mirai and um, some of the other people like uh, uh, Dick Dornbush had to go to this competition, which was held, you know, in Siberia or someplace. I'm not sure. It was
0: Korea, wasn't it? Yeah, I don't basically. Know. But... Basically, um, Mariah did not make a case for herself for going to the Olympics because she ended up in like ninth or tenth place. And let's face it, this field of skaters at the Four Continents for the Ladies was weak.
1: Yeah, it was rough. Who ended up winning was um, Kanako Marikami. Kami won. Well, that's fine. I, the other people I had never even heard of, so I have no idea. <laughs> um, the men's competition, Takahiko Mura, he won. And of course, the men's figure skating in Japan is so strong that he, he's a really strong skater, even though he didn't make the Olympic team. Right. And then um, in pairs, um, Sue and Han of uh, China won for pairs, which is not surprising. But, actually, the Americans... Uh, El- the Americans finished silver and bronze, which was good. Kane and O'Shea and Schmerka and Kernum So that's that was interesting. Yes. We got a couple of
0: medals. Um, you know, that doesn't happen a lot when the U.S. pairs
1: go to competitions. Yeah. Tori, do you want to talk about the gold medal winners in Ice Dance? Mm, what gold medal winners? Oh, Hovel and Donahue.
0: <laughs> oh, yes. I'm like, oh, yeah, Four Continents. That was the shining Moment, I guess for the U.S. we won and I'm so happy for them I hope that they stay along stay around uh, for another cycle and uh, we're gonna have good strong pairs or ice dancing pairs again and um, they're a, gr- a great pair and I I don't know who they were even going against, but, yeah, they should have won by quite a bit.
1: Well, and then, actually, the Americans finished in third third place with the bronze, too, which I've never even heard of this team, Aldridge and Eaton.
0: Yeah, I don't know who that is.
1: I don't know, but (laughs) I guess that's a good sign, or it tells you just how bad this competition is.
0: Well, um, you know, the other Asian countries, China, Japan, they don't have, you know, a strong ice dancing program like they do with the pairs. At least China has a strong pairs program there, but, yeah, yeah. There wasn't much competition, so we should be winning the medals.
1: All right, so let's move on to our Olympics preview. Um, the Olympics is currently underway. Today is uh, February 8th. And the team competition, as I mentioned, is underway. It got underway on Thursday night, the night before the opening ceremonies, with the um, pairs event and men's short, or the pairs short and men's short. So. Um, well,
0: I, I want to just say that um, when your competition or your sport, starts before the Olympics do, (laughs) then it probably means it's not that important.
1: Exactly. And this (laughs) is the first time ever there's been a team event in figure skating at the Olympics, and we don't understand it. But Well, as
0: far as I'm concerned, this is a Russian ploy for them to get another medal.
1: It also seems like they're trying to make gymnastics and figure skating more alike. And I guess there's a team competition in gymnastics, but at least they're doing different events in the team competition and they're choosing their best people for a specific apparatus. It's not the case in figure skating.
0: Uh, No. So um, it's interesting. I do think it's could be good for the United States because we have the possibility of winning the bronze medal here because it's going to be China or not China, it's going to be Canada and Russia for the gold and silver, and then the other teams are going for the third. We could win the bronze, and let's face it, that's going to be the only medal most of our skaters will be winning at this Olympics.
1: Yeah, unfortunately, Jeremy tried to um, <laughs> hurt hurt our chances with a disastrous short program where he singled a triple axel and fell on his uh, quad, so, you know.
0: Yeah, Jeremy... Certainly dug a hole for the United States team by placing 7th out of 10th for the men. And, you know, I hadn't taken any kind of painkillers before watching this short program for the men in this team competition. And, you know, they started off with Plashenko and my eyes were bleeding. Oh, it was horrifying. It was so... Awful. The I'm o- like Ugh,
1: the so only awful. thing I can say that's positive is he appears to have cut his bowl cut hair.
0: That was the first thing Al said. Oh, he doesn't have a mullet anymore. Oh my god. But still it did not help his skating look better.
1: Oh, it's um, terrible.
0: It's terrible. It just is I I don't understand how he has so many fans. I mean, obviously we are biased and we have disliked him for his entire career. And we're dreaming. We have a dream of one day watching the Olympics and him not being in it.
1: Yeah, that is our dream.
0: <laughs> but our dream for this Olympics is for him to be denied a spot on the podium. I will relish that day. It's like, please, somebody, anybody beat him. We don't even care who it is. Do not let him get on that podium. His skating, yeah, he did his quad. His uh, his triple axel was a little shaky, but... There is nothing else in that skating. It's all, he's just like showboating out there, pumping his fists, kissing the air. It's just sickening.
1: Oh my gosh. And I don't even want to talk about his free skate uh, music medley <laughs> of Plushenko's greatest hits. I... That's
0: when you know you're delusional, when your music selection is called the best of Plushenko. <laughs> you're now talking about yourself in the third person. <laughs>
1: I mean, that, <laughs> they talk about jug- judging scandals in figure skating. That's probably one of the most upsetting things I've ever seen.
0: I don't know. And he's got Tosca, Scheherazade, The Godfather. How do those pieces of music go together?
1: Oh, well, we'll just wait and see, won't I, we? I mean, I
0: can't even wait to see that. I'm like, I definitely am going to get the vodka out and some
1: painkillers. Oh, my so God. Let me it, get through it. It's terrible. So um, today is the... Lady short, pairs free, and I stand short. So we'll be watching that. And like you said, we're hoping that the U.S. can pull out a medal in the team competition. But basically, they're doing their exact same programs they're going to be doing in their individual performances coming up next week. So it's you get to see the same programs over and over again. Isn't that fun for everybody?
0: Yes. Well, actually, the competition happened. And I am fortunate enough that I have the NBC Sports Channel unlike Liz, who is definitely missing out. And they are telecasting these competitions when it's happening. So I don't have to wait until, you know, 6, 8 o'clock tonight and stay up till midnight and watch a whole bunch of other sports that I don't care about. They just do a continuous of the competition. I got to see all 10 skaters back to back, and then they went right to the ladies, and then they went to the pairs competition with the top five teams that made it. And it was great, but the best part was the commentators for it were Tara and Johnny. So I might be able to avoid listening to Scott and Sandra for the entire Olympics. You're lucky, very lucky. I'm so lucky, and they those two are doing a great job.
1: Good, I know. I wish they would take over, but they're not. NBC's not quite comfortable with the crazy yet. So you know, I,
0: I think I need to send NBC an email and say, you know, when the contracts are up for Scott and Sandra, don't
1: renew them. Let's get The new blood in there. Exactly. So let's preview each event in the order that it's going to be happening at the Olympics. The first event to begin is on February 11th. The Pairs skating event starts. Uh, Tori, who are we looking for there?
0: Okay, well, we are looking for... It's a two-team race here for the gold medal, which is the Russians, Volozozar and Trankov, and then the Germans, Sevchenko and Slikawi. I, I well, I might have to watch a little bit of the NBC broadcast because I will not be surprised. They should do a big story on how the Russians have dominated pairs and then they were denied even a spot on the podium after 12 Olympics at the 2010 Olympics. So, you know, they went and created this new pair. They both were at the last Olympics with different partners, put them together. And since that time, they've won the silver medal twice at the, um, Worlds and they are the current world champions. So they looked really good in the short program it, during the team event, and I expect them to win the gold medal here. Sevchenko and Slikawi are also strong skaters, and they've stayed around for another cycle. They were supposed to win the Olympics last time, but the Chinese came out of retirement and denied them. And I have a feeling that they are not gonna win it again this time and will end up with the silver.
1: Ooh, it's like a Brian Orser. Sad uh, man. Yeah.
0: But, but you know, both of these teams are I think that they are quite a well, quite a bit better than the other teams. They're the the top two teams. And then um the rest of the field, we have Peng and Tong. It's gonna be their fourth Olympics, which is like wow. Um They're in their 30s, which is 100 by skating age. And they have, I believe, they've won the world championships twice. They won silver at the last Olympics. I'm not really sure how they are skating this season because they have, NBC refuses to show the pairs during the Grand Prix events. But, you know, they're always a medal threat. And then you have from Canada, you have Duhamel and Radford, which won the bronze medal at the last Worlds. And I saw and
1: them in the Pairs short competition. They were, and ex- they they were really, really good. Yeah.
0: Yep, and then you have more Towers and Moscovich, which skated today in the long program for the Pairs team, and they also looked good. And then the other Russian pair, Stolbova and Klimov, they're young. I think they're like, I think they were saying they're 20, 21 years old, 22. Um, I don't know that they will th- be a medal threat. I s- expect them to be in the top you know, five, six skaters, but definitely uh, next to them because they looked really good. Awesome. So um, I'm going to say Volsojar and Trankov to win, Savchenko so Slokali for a second, and then it's really hard for me to decide, but I think it's going to be Duhamel and Radford
1: for the bronze. Yeah, I hope so. They looked really good. So then uh, the men's competition, uh, mm-hmm. this is, we are not excited about this in any way, shape, or form other than to see... Jason Brown, you know, rock out with his river dance and maybe see Jeremy actually skate cleanly. But he's dashing our hopes.
0: Right. OK, so he has no pressure on him. So I I would love it if he could pull a Paul Wiley <laughs> and have the performance of his life. Exactly. Here at the Olympics. But I don't see that happening
1: (laughs) boy. I mean it was bad in the short program but maybe he worked out the nerves and like you said without any pressure he's going to go out there and skate well but he's got some mental blocks
0: (laughs) yeah even though he when they talked to him he didn't seem to think so
1: (laughs) well you don't know if he knew quite "Mm." what to think (laughs) he said he liked the ice that's good Oh my gosh. Well, it didn't like him. Well, and so speaking <laughs> of not liking someone, uh, Patrick Chan, of course, is one of the favorites, but he did not do well in the men's short program in the team event.
0: Right. He didn't look, you know, his strongest. Um, definitely a medal threat. You know, I've ha- we've been thinking that he's probably the front runner for the gold medal for this Olympics, but Yuzuru
1: has totally come on. Yeah, that guy has like no fear. He's out there jumping like crazy and his jumps are perfection. I don't think I've ever seen such good jumps before. And Patrick Chan better be better watch out because he's so smug about everything. And they're yep. like, oh, well, I wasn't really trying. That's why I didn't do very well. You know, and it's like, well, you better watch out. This guy's going to come and steal your gold medal. He if Patrick is going to win, he is going to have to skate cleanly. And that
0: doesn't happen very often. No, you know, he's barely done it this entire season for the last few. Um. I found out that we stopped liking Patrick during the last Olympics. Before that, we liked him, but in that Olympic podcast that I re-listened to, that was the turning point for us, was his um, bad attitude, his smugness, and his, as we were calling him, a total douche. (laughs) Um, That's where it turned for us. Um, But, you know, Yuzuru, he really had a convincing win at the Grand Prix, and he skated lights out during this short competition. You can
1: tell how much he enjoyed skating. He was solid. I mean, the, if he skates like that for both programs, that guy's untouchable, in my opinion. Unless, right. of course, overscoring continues to follow Patrick Chan wherever he oh, goes. Well,
0: that will happen because they also will need to overscore Yevgeny um, to okay. keep him in this thing. So Yevgeny, of course, is unfortunately a medal threat because we got to remember that we're in Russia. Ugh. The judges love him, and, you know, the crowds go insane. And I can see the judges being afraid they're going to get knifed if they're not giving him good scores. Yeah, that could be scary. Yeah. And then, um, you know, Javier Fernandez from Spain, also a medal threat for the bronze, I would say. Um, he looked better at the Euros. He's coming on. I'm not crazy about this program. I don't know that it suits him as well as his Charlie Chaplin won last year, but he does do three quads. And um, he has good artistry. He's definitely a threat.
1: And who else do we got? Oh, Takahawk. Yeah, Daisuke, yeah, still hanging in there.
0: You know, it's probably he's past his prime because he's, he's one of the older skaters. He does have um, the experience, the Olympic experience. I believe he's been to the last two. And he's a former world champion, always puts together nice programs. So I would like to see him shine here and have clean skates. And if he does that, and doesn't have problems with his injury, he could be in the metal mix.
1: Yeah, and don't and don't forget that the Japanese Federation, um, even though he did poorly at the Japanese Nationals, they still put him on the Olympic team. Yes, they did. Over some other people, which um, we know how that goes in the United States.
0: We certainly do. Well, and apparently Russia knows too, because Plashenko got to go even though he was not the national champion and didn't even go to Euros and didn't skate on the Grand Prix circuit this year. Oh. So there must be special rules Um if your name's Plushenko, then
1: you get an automatic birth. Exactly. And then and Jason then, Brown. I heard Jason Brown has a quad now. Is that true? What? I have not heard that. I don't know. The producer's been spreading a lot of lies lately, but that was <laughs> one of them that I think he said. So we'll have to see, but I find that hard to believe.
0: I would, you know, I'm sure he's been working on it. I don't know that he should, if he does have it, <laughs> if he should be putting it into his program. It's like, you're not expected to meddle. And let's just have the, you know, the cleanest, most fun skates that you can have out there and show people what you got, because this really isn't his Olympics. It's probably, you know, 2018 is going to be his time to shine. But this is good experience for him and can help him move up in the world rankings, too, just by having good
1: skates. Oh, and also we were going to mention Dennis Ten. He came out of nowhere to to get a Olympic or a world medal last year. So, right, um, he, he could also the be a threat. Well, he
0: didn't come out of nowhere for the Queens.
1: Well, yes, because yeah, we, yeah, we predicted him them.
0: back in like two thousand and nine because he impressed. He was our favorite skate at the men's competition in two thousand nine Worlds. And that's when Evan won it. But um, unfortunately, he has been ill this year. I guess some type of infection. So he's missed a lot of training time. He hasn't been to that many competitions. I know he was at Four Continents, but I want to say he got like fourth or fifth at Four Continents. So unfortunately, I don't know that he's going to be contending for a medal just because of all that lost time, which is too bad because I think that he is a quality skater.
1: Yeah. And I read, I was looking at the Olympic uh, candidate cities for the 2022 Olympics and Kazakhstan (laughs) is one of them. So maybe he can hold on for another eight years and and get into the 2022 Olympics. I think he's only
0: 20 or 21 years old. So that is totally feasible. There you go.
1: I mean, Carolina <laughs> Costner's is old, going to be older than that. so God. Oh my gosh. So, okay. So the dance competition, this is, well, I don't want to say pretty much a lock, but it's looking pretty strong for Davis and White, if they can keep themselves together out there.
0: Yeah, they definitely should win. Um, you know, and, as we all know, Virtue and Moyer are my favorite pair. So if they won, I would be very happy. But I can't be upset if Davis and White win. I fully expect it to be Davis and White, then Virtue and Moyer. Different pairs. Um, they bring different things to the table. and But they're both fantastic. And I believe they are a step above the rest of the field. For sure. And um, unfortunately, um, we're going to probably have a big eyesore on the podium in this event called Bobrova and Soloviv. <laughs> um, they I think they're gonna probably be winning the bronze, the the bronze medalist right now. And I watched their what are you what do they call it now? The original dance. Yeah. I don't even know what they call it. Short program. Oh no. They definitely were overscored and I was very impressed with Johnny because as we all know Johnny loves Russia. He thinks he's Russian and they skated and he said you know that was really entertaining and they're fun and stuff but it was a lot of sur- a lot of surface and the tech technical technical difficulty wasn't there but of course Good. they were they got a 70 and were you know in third place terrible but it's like oh god is that how it's going to be so i definitely think that they're probably going to win which is unfortunate because there's about 5 teams that are very closely matched and I don't think Bobrova and Solaviv is the best of those five teams. No. I like the French better. The Pechelé and Borzat, they've been around a long time. They're also in their 30s. They've won the bronze at the Worlds. Chalk and Bates really impressed me at the Nationals. I think they are also better. And then um, the pair from Italy, that Cappellini and Linodi, Yeah, they also, they also look good too. And they got fourth at the last Worlds. And then the other Canadian pair, uh, Poget and Weaver, I think those four pairs are better than Bobrova and Soloviv. Unfortunately, I believe that it's pretty hard for the judges not to let a Russian pair be on the ice dancing podium because that has never happened in the history of the ice dancing at the Olympics.
1: Yeah, I mean, well, I guess the silver lining is that every – that the dance competition is really strong and there's very, very good teams there. It's not like watching the U.S. pairs Mm -mm. figure skating. (laughs) (laughs)
0: No, so we should, the U.S., I think all three of our teams will be in the top 10, so it's going to be really good for the U.S. I think we're going to get one medal, and it would be nice if Chuck and Bates could get the bronze, but I don't think that the judges will not let Bobrov and Solovic. It's basically like the last Olympics with Domnina and Shabalon, where they already had them penciled in for the bronze, even though their routine sucked, and they should not have won.
1: And Chalk and Bates will have a good chance. They'll they'll be up and comers after Davis and White get out of the way and they'll have a good chance for the twenty eighteen Olympics too. Oh yeah. So the ladies' competition, of course, Tori, you had to upset me by sending me that Kim Yuna, Yuna Kim video, which made me mad because I'm like, she's just making me angry now. You sit, <laughs> you're you like, she is going to come back to the Olympics and she has a good shot in the medal. Okay, the she woman does. is so slow. She's practically stopping on the ice and she looks miserable out there. Like, she just hates every minute of what she's doing. And, I, <laughs> and I'm like, get out of the way. You already won the gold medal. Let somebody else win it.
0: Well, you know... We can't have our podcast if we don't know who the participants are. <laughs> and so I'm like, is she going to be here? Because she hasn't been on the Grand Prix circuit. She hasn't done any of these competitions. Is she going to be there? And then I looked it up and she's listed as a participant. So it's like, well, we haven't seen her skate since. You got to remember she won the last world. She didn't compete last year either and then showed up to the worlds and skated out of her mind. So she's definitely a competitor. If you know, a medalist chance there. So, um, yeah, she that clip that I sent you. She didn't look the happiest, but then you got to remember that she's skating in Korea.
1: Yeah, well, <laughs> and apparently there's some documentary about how she's the queen of Korea and all this kind of stuff that they're going to show on NBC. So I have to see that. But oh my God, yeah. yeah. So
0: she's definitely a medal contender. Uh, then of course Mao, she has been who we've been told all season is going to be the gold medalist. So it's like, Oh, I'm afraid that you coming back and it's going to take that gold medal away from her again.
1: Well, and I don't even know why I'm mad because I don't really want Carolina Costner to win either. So it's like, okay, well, malasada fine. It's your time. I don't really like your skating. I don't really like any of the women skaters actually, except for y- Ju- Yulia. I like Lipnitskaya. She's, yes. I do like her, but she's really young. I mean, she has a big career ahead of her still. Right. And with Julia, um, I definitely
0: think that she w- could be on the podium, and I
1: also think that she is going to be the big star for the for um, the skating. Oh, I think so too because she's Russian and she's uh, yeah, she's amazing. The other Russian chick that's is a little scary.
0: Yeah, uh, Julia seems very fierce. <laughs> yeah, and she is very concentrated and fierce, and she has the whole package with the flexibility. She emotes um, she is looking good I I don't know who's gonna. This one I'm having a hard time thinking who's gonna win. I do think that she is definitely could be a medalist, if not the gold medalist. Yeah, I mean, so. I
1: think it's a crapshoot, but yeah, she could easily pull a Tara Levinsky or a Sarah mm-hmm. Hughes and get out there and you know, and take it away from both of them if they don't, because she's the one that's like she actually likes what yes. she's doing and she's yes. she isn't all tired and jaded like the rest of them.
0: <laughs> yep. And then you mentioned Carolina, definitely a medal threat. I saw her skate today, the short program. And um, it pains me to say this, but it was a flawless performance. It's like, oh, God, she looked really good. But then, you know, I think back and I think, oh, she's OK. But then I watch her more and more as the season goes on. And then I like her less and less. I think the less that we watch of her, the more we like her.
1: Yeah, I think that's fair.
0: So we only watch her like two times this season. We're going to probably be OK.
1: And of course, my (laughs) sentimental favorite is Akiko Suzuki. She's been hanging in there for so long. Such a sweet girl. Just love her to death. I hope that she she can sneak on the podium, but it might be it's for for sure a long shot.
0: That might be a long shot. I'm afraid that she probably peaked at her Japanese nationals, which was so great. It's the first time that she's ever won the Japanese nationals. And it's her last season. And I watched the clip of her long program. Thanks to one of our friends, Michael, sending it to me.
1: Oh, thank you, Michael.
0: Yeah. Thanks, Michael. Um, and it was a really good skate. I was just, was, I'm so happy that, you know, she is finally finding the success even this late in her career. So she won the Japanese nationals and I hope that she has a good showing here. So, and I guess we need to say. Say about our our countrymen, oh yeah, our countrywomen. We, we actually <laughs> have three ladies in, in this competition. Um, and of the three, I would say that Gracie Gold has the best chance to medal. Just uh, based on the last competition, I thought she looked good at nationals. She's gotten better a little, a uh, little better each competition. And she also has the technical difficulty of the top skaters. Unlike Ashley, I, she doesn't have that, that technical difficulty.
1: Well, although the big news with Ashley, I don't know if we've talked about this since our last podcast, is that she went back to... She actually must be listening to the Ice Queens because totally. we've been telling her this. She went back to an old short program, which is way 1,000 times program. better than... or Yeah, excuse me, Free Skate, which is way 1,000 times better than the one that she's been doing. And that is exactly what we have been saying the entire season.
0: Right. We could not be happier that she will not be skating Romeo and Juliet, but is going to be doing Samson and Delilah. And I think that's a great move. She... Likes that you can tell she likes that program more when she skated it last year, much more into it. I hear that it's not the exact same program, she's like you know, tweaked the choreography and, and the technical difficulty in it. But, um, so glad that she's decided to switch it up. You know, it's a risk, but I think it. She's going to skate it better than she would the Romeo and Juliet.
1: She needed a fresh outlook. And I mean, Jeremy did, is doing a free skate that he used in the past. So, mm-hmm. you know, it's not unheard of. And I think it'll just give her a fresher um, chance to to perform. And Grace, Gracie Gold, who knows? I mean, Frank Carroll's probably been doing some serious Jedi mind tricks on her. So you never know what, <laughs> what's going to come out. But it should be very interesting. And the queens are thrilled because I have been living on the Hoth planet. And I hear you're living in a blizzard over there as well. So the queens cannot wait, literally cannot wait to join each other together live in Phoenix on uh, February 20th. And we will be recording um, right after we watch the ladies' singles um, free skate, which is the final meddling performance of the Olympics. So oh we'll be doing God. our Olympics recap show live together in Phoenix.
0: We might have to be doing um, shots
1: during that ladies' event. Oh, I'm just going to be hooked up to an IV. <laughs> it's a week and a half. I can't even wait. It's going to so be good. So we
0: say what our predictions are for each
1: Well, one? Tori, you you know what you're talking about, and I'm pretty much no, asleep you, over well, here. you well, so. you – you did it last time, too. <laughs> I don't know. Um, let's see. Well, V&T, Volosozov and Tank. See, I can't okay. even say their Trank names. Trankov. Trankov. And uh, I'm, I'm going with Hanyu for the men's, no question. And then Davis and White, of course, for dance. And then for the ladies, I'm going to go with Julia, uh, H- Yulia Lipnitskaya, just because I want her to win. Oh, so do I.
0: <laughs> yeah, um, I agree. I think both Sojar and Trankov are going to win. And what I already said who I thought the order was going to be there. Um, for the men, I'm also going with Hanyu. And I think Patrick's going to end up second and um, Javier is going to get the bronze. And in the ice dancing, Davis White, Virtue and Moyer. Bobrova and and the ladies. I God, I don't know. I don't want to say you not Kim, but I just have a feeling she's back and she's ugh. gonna win the gold medal again. And then Julia's gonna get the silver, and poor Mao is gonna have a quan moment and get the bronze.
1: Yeah, that's gonna be rough. Finishing so, lower than you did at the last Olympics, not a good sign.
0: Especially when she's been skating better than she has for the last couple of seasons, and she had so. to relearn
1: in all of her jumps too. That's pretty amazing. I know. But so uh, I would love
0: it if Julia won. That would be a surprise. Well, I don't know that we would be that surprised because we have liked her since the first time she yeah. stepped off the ice for
1: us. Well, Mother Russell will go insane. That's gonna be the really Well,
0: they were already they were going very much insane today when she skated because she skated a beautiful short program. She actually won the
1: oh ladies goodness. short during the team.
0: Yep, Carolina got second, and Mal was third.
1: It's going to be very interesting. Yes. All right, Tori. Well, I'm getting excited. How about you?
0: I'm so excited. Well, I'm (laughs) really excited that we're going to be in Phoenix, where it's like 75 degrees instead of 26.
1: And we have a day of spa treatments and sitting by the pool plan for the day after the Olympics because we're going to need to seriously detox.
0: Oh my God, that was really good planning that we're having our spa treatments the day after we're <laughs> reaching the ladies'
1: final I week. know, and I know our fans support us. Um, <laughs> so you, to wrap it up for today, we'd like you to rate us on iTunes, tweet about us, um, find us on the theicequeens.com, Facebook, Twitter, Tumblr, and also theicequeenspodcast.tumblr.com or you can always email us at theIceQueens@epicdeer.com. at epicdeer.com that's E-P-I-C-D-E-E-R.com or buy our crap celebrate the Olympics everybody cafepress.com slash theicequeens until next time have a great one keeping it real
0: The Ice Queens is a production of Epic Deer Studios if it's epic It must be
1: Epic Deer.